0: Hello and welcome back to the Captain's Log first episode of 2024. Happy New Year. We hope you had a great one. Hope you were safe and had a lot lot of fun. We're here
1: on a Sunday morning. Melissa, this is different. It feels weird. It is. (laughs) Yeah, we never do this show in this time slot, but starting now we will.
0: Yeah. Yeah um we made some changes to the whatnots if you guys were unaware we announced them all on our eighth annual grand prix uh should be out on your podcast feeds up on youtube as well uh but essentially yeah we are recording this on sunday mornings now which means he- episodes will be a- out uh on wednesday mornings and we are recording it every other week instead of weekly Um uh, so slowing the roll a little bit on this one, as well as the review show, and they're just alternating weeks, mm-hmm. but still going strong. I, th- I think we're in for a good year of all sorts of c- content and podcasts and movie
1: content.
0: reviews and stuff like that. It's a good—it's a good year for content. Yay, content! <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is what my parents and grandparents always wished for me when I was a little girl. They come into my grows bedroom up to at be night a content and content creator, right? Kiss me <laughs> on the forehead and say, "I wish you years of content, Melissa." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Melissa, how are you? How was your uh, holiday break? How was your New Year? What's been up with you?
1: I fine. It's very quiet. Very normal. Very cinema based. Cool, good.
0: I <laughs> went as, to a lot of movies always, on, on the show. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's my raw state of being is in a recliner watching a movie.
0: Sounds great. Sounds great.
1: Mm-hmm. Did, How about did, you?
0: Did you do any kind of like parties or anything for New Year's? I know you had like a, oh. a family holiday party mm. uh, at one point, which I think we talked about a little bit on the uh, yeah. Grand yeah. Prix. Yeah, my but. mom's
1: side, of the family really blows it out for Christmas. But I've never developed any New Year's Eve party habits. OK, that's always the day where the people I know are doing things with the other people they know. So like this is just me in trying to make the best possible one person night in for myself. I'll cook something special. I'll make a big drink. Uh, I watch boogie nights every year. That's fun. This was only the second year I've done it, but I intend to do it every year in the future. Well, yeah, it
0: looks like you started a a tradition then.
1: I did for me. Other people are allowed to watch Boogie Nights with me. No, they're not.
0: (laughs) Only Melissa is allowed to watch it.
1: (laughs) That's good. That's fine.
0: Yeah, we did absolutely nothing for New Year's. Mm. Uh, we hung out on the couch. We watched movies. We watched t- TV. We did a uh, uh, monster verse. Watched the. Oh. We have not started Monarch yet, but we watched all of the Godzilla and Kong movies. Okay. Um, and then we tried to watch some of the New Year's coverage, but since we don't have cable, we kind of get the like cheaper free option options that aren't like Mm. as big or special uh, and they were just kind of duds like there there was just nothing happening on them uh the there was one i forget where they were i think they were somewhere in africa and a guy was talking about he was like yeah we have this big drone display it's up here you guys can see and you can see that he's pointing like up in the sky but the cameraman didn't understand and was like looking out at the water and like all of this Eh. stuff and he's like no you're supposed to look look up like in in the, the the big thing it's right there how can you?" not sky it. yeah sky it was just like oh no this is a mess <laughs> but we had a good time indeed if you guys did not know this is number 263 of the whatnots captain's log where each week we thirst for the taste of legend my name is kyle springer i'm joined by melissa wilkinson
1: True. Melissa,
0: what movies did you go see
1: Thank you for asking, Kyle. So last we spoke uh, on our end of the year Grand Prix, I was pre-gaming to go see Wonka. Yeah. Which wound up being, I think, sincerely very lovely. Not an ironic viewing at all. Wonka good. That's that's what I've been he- he- hearing, that
0: it is just delightful. Which is, yeah, I think, what you want from a Willy Wonka movie, right? mm
1: mm-hmm. so- Cool. Good. It, good. Good for the, the whole family. All ages. I mean, me and my one other adult woman friend went to see it, but we agreed. <laughs> good yeah. for all ages that we can imagine. Two adult <laughs> From women our sample agree. Size. Good for all ages. <laughs> <laughs> Grandparents and kids, we imagine, would love it. Uh, I saw poor things. I saw yes. the color purple on Christmas in like a oh, cool. packed very exuberant movie theater. That felt good. I did go see Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom in there you go. Screen X, where I am surrounded on three sides by the wonders of Atlantis. Yeah. By the wonders of Patrick Wilson eating a bug. <laughs> yep. <laughs> did you see Aquaman?
0: I sure did. I saw it by myself. My partner was uh, like, same. no, yes. you, you can go.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Solo. I've been solo for every DC movie this year. I'm always slightly skittish to ask somebody to accompany me to a DC movie. (laughs) And I hope that I won't feel the same in the new generation of DC. We're going to have to talk about this later. Uh, I saw New Year's Eve, double feature of Ferrari and the Iron Claw. (laughs) Wow.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay, intense.
1: stuff. Yeah, Uh, I bet. And my remaining home watches for the new year, I guess, was just Maestro on Netflix. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then this week, our first new release of 2024, I saw Society of the Snow on Netflix and got out to my local theater to see American Fiction, which is a movie that that technically released last. American Fiction's so fun, so sweet. I really recommend that one. And this was the first time it was a v- where I am. Yes. Yeah. It just got into like two theaters in St. Louis this weekend and like huh. maybe more next weekend. For a movie that I have heard such good things about, seems like such an all around crowd pleaser. It's been in festival circuits since like late summer. It's having a slow rollout to the general populace.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yes, those are my films.
0: There you go. Well, yeah, I I saw a few of the uh the the ones that you did. Of course, I saw Aquaman. Um I uh finally got to watch Saltburn. Uh, since I came to streaming. Uh, how, how
1: you feeling? Thumbs up. I've found that this is a thumbs, movie people either love.
0: Two thumbs way Good. up. I loved that. Good. That was awesome. I, I think
1: <laughs> people either love or hate this thing. Yeah. And I never know what any individual person's reaction is going to be. But I loved it
0: unhinged i loved it it was great
1: that's what i like i i thrive off the chaos i had a good time
0: yeah but but also just great performances yeah L- loved it, it just the, the the sets there's a bunch of easter eggs that i don't think i really noticed watching it with all of the doppelgangers in the films and and stuff like that there's huh. some like weird stuff happening in there that i don't interesting. think interesting i Interesting picked up on um but I've, I've heard on social media but uh yeah i i, I like Saltburn a lot um i went to go see ferrari uh which yeah. I, I thought was fantastic i thought the accents were a little bit thick and i wish i could have had subtitles uh but i still mm. understood it all and Holy cow, Adam Driver just disappears yeah. into in, in that role. He does phenomenal.
1: <laughs> um, He's absolutely a 59-year-old Italian man his, in the his year 1957. Looks so
0: good in all. It's of that. Good he, makeup. He, he, yeah, yes, it's incredible. Um, I, and and Penelope so yeah, Cruz. I'd love fantastic. for her to get
1: nominated for an Oscar, and her Oscar clip is just her wordlessly staring at a grave. That scene where you just watch her face transform very subtly from emotion yeah. to emotion in one minute with no words. Yeah. One of the finest silent minutes in Cinema in 2023. Thank right. you, Penelope. Uh,
0: and then I did not put this on our list here, but I also saw poor things. And that one, like three yep. thumbs up. That one was awesome. <laughs> I loved that one.
1: That is that is the movie that will force you to grow an extra hand to give an extra yes, thumbs up.
0: Yeah. I've always grafted
1: another hand onto you.
0: I'll finally show feet on on the, on the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs and one toe up. Exactly. exactly
0: uh, no that one that one was phenomenal. I loved that one a lot.
1: I mentioned a movie called Society of the Snow that I watched on Netflix. Do you know this one?
0: I don't know what it is or what it's about, but I've heard the name.
1: This is a new Spanish movie. Seems like it could be Spain's offering for the best international feature Oscar this year. Also was on the Oscar shortlist for makeup and best original score. Talk more about those in a minute. Society of the Snow is about that rugby team that crashed in the Andes.
0: Oh, yeah. You know. OK, yeah. That one. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> it's very graphic. You know, that one crash scene in Ferrari. Where oh, you're yeah. Like I've mostly been, I've been watching a normal movie up until now. And this has become a horror movie all of a sudden. The whole movie, all of Society of the Snow kind of operates on that level of one sustained crash scene from Ferrari. Interesting. But it's so beautiful. These landscapes in the Andes, the scale of the place. It's a movie that I did. It was in one small local theater. And I said, I'm just going to it's going to be a Netflix in two weeks. I'm going to wait it out. I watched it at home and I'm like, dang, this was one to see in a theater. This would be so good. Big.
0: Yeah. Uh, Interesting.
1: So makeup nomination likely for the incredible injury work and the best original score from Michael G Aquino. And so real, real lost vibes here. Um, I like that they have this story of a plane crash and rescue and they're like, yeah. "What does a plane crash and rescue sound like?" Let's just get the guy from Lost to yeah. do the Lost thing, and <laughs> he it works did one very well.
0: Before, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: Interesting. It's I'm playing a, the, the trailer
0: gnarly- on, on screen right now. It's a
1: gnarly watch, but for you, uh, as another a fan of Lost and a fan of Yellow Jackets, yes, I think you'd like Society of the Snow.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it looks. Looks awesome. Director of The Impossible and The Orphanage. I've never heard of those either. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, I, I will have to check it out. I did not know what it it was about, but this definitely has my attention. Uh, Right now, for sure. For sure.
1: Also on Netflix, if you want to see some good old age makeup, Bradley Cooper in Maestro is next level. There
0: you go. I've also heard great things about that one that he also I, potentially I, deserves some best actor nomination or something. He, he
1: he's an actor and director. So he yeah. could get nominated for both, which I don't know how often that happens. Kind of uh, I will say Maestro, a biopic of composer Leonard Bernstein. <clears throat> I don't know if it's much of a spoiler cuz it is historical fact, but his wife gets cancer. And I know your mom is a cancer survivor, so I feel like this will either really upset you or you'll really appreciate the depiction. I I don't know how you'll react to it, but I I wanted to let you know about that. (laughs) Well, thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, interesting, interesting. So. I, I have to hear about your uh, Aquaman experience in the, yeah. the, the extra screen stuff. What what was on those extra screens that they have there? Like, how do they do that? Does it feel like you're underwater with that one? Kind of. There's their cockroaches uh, is- all
1: over <laughs>
0: long legs reaching out
1: this. No, it's so there's screens on the sides of the theater for just So for certain set pieces, certain sections of the movie, It's like it is a massive panorama that has just been folded towards you. Kind of a a wraparound thing. This is also the format in which I saw the flash. Uh, And when the flash goes into the speed force, this would activate. And I found it really effective in that film. It's Mm -hmm. kind of a shame that film was not successful and not well-liked. And nobody's probably ever going to get to see that film in that format again. So. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe one of the lucky few to nab that experience, because I think they paired well together. When I saw it for Aquaman, I think the side screens were like half a second behind the Mm. main screen. So the transition wasn't instantaneous. And there's a lot of sort of uh, monochromatic vistas. Like there's scenes in a desert where it's just sand and sky as far as you can see. And during those planar sequences, it is easy to see that the side screens have got a just slightly different color temperature than the mm. main screen. When you're in the busyness of the underwater scenes, <clears throat> I didn't really notice it, but for things with less color I did, which that might just be my specific theater. I think screen X is really fascinating yeah. <laughs> and it's cool <laughs> for a big, silly action blockbuster like this. Uh, Theater, I saw it on like that Sunday or Monday night after uh-huh. Christmas weekend. Theater was full enough. Interesting. I, okay. I accidentally huh. wound up, I think, between one giant family. Oh. When I went to buy my <laughs> ticket, like
0: half of them here and half of them right there. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes.
1: So in, in the row I was looking at, because I'm like, I want to sit kind of like the two third mark of this theater uh, to get the best experience with this screen set up yeah there were like eight seats right in the middle that were taken and then one lonely little seat and then like four or five other seats that were taken and i'm like well i am a party of one i'll take that one sometimes i feel self-conscious sitting directly next to other people and other times i'm like that junji ito comic with the holes in the sides <laughs> yeah. of the mountains and they're like this Chair hole was is made my for me. shape it's meant for me yeah. <laughs> I'm like i'll fill in the, i'll do the duty and fill in that one spot and i think this was two different branches of a big extended family because i kept walking back and forth <laughs> you want just the br- like
0: <laughs> bride or the groom side
1: <laughs> <laughs> land or water
0: yeah exactly <laughs> what an interesting Uh, experience
1: i i had a fine time with aquaman it's fun enough it met my very limited needs of an aquaman sequel and did you feel the same i
0: thought the movie was pretty bad um i thought uh god i'm blanking on his name now the brother uh Patrick Wilson. Yes, thank you. Did phenomenal. He he was right, maybe I, the best p- part. Uh, I in, pretty in the much the whole went movie
1: for Patrick Wilson, and Patrick Wilson delivered.
0: Yeah, um, I I think Black Manta is very f- cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wild that they can kind of make him look real in live action right like he's such a goofy looking character uh but yeah it 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 works besides that i thought their whole like we did a bunch of reshoots and that was just very Mm, evident mm. and it was just like oh okay yeah you guys sure are making a movie okay yeah (laughs) so that was it that was all i thought
1: (laughs) i I was curious. This movie was never planned to be the last of this DCEU era. It happened by accident. I don't yeah. think any of the multiple reshoots were intended to make it more of a final statement. Maybe just to make it less of a s- turn it from a comma into a period. We're going to take out anything that seems like it's building to something else because there's nothing to go to. We're the staircase that leads to nowhere in the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah,
0: I think they were also trying to get Amber Heard kind of out of there as much as possible. Unfortunately, I think I don't know. I don't know what that whole situation is, but
1: me either. I don't I don't feel like I need to know. But I'm like, what is the final image of the DCEU going to be? It's Orm eating a bug. Yep. Goodbye, everyone. Good night. Crunch. Crunch. (laughs) Yeah, but he eats the bug and then he's like, bug, he's pretty good. Yeah. And I guess that is kind of how I felt about this generation of DC movies. It's a bug, but I like the bug. Yeah. (laughs) Bug yum. uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) That fits. (laughs) At least for for my experience with these things, I've got like very little emotional attachment to I just roll up like, oh, show me what you got. (laughs) And then they show me and I'm like, cool, thanks. Yeah,
0: that works. That works indeed. Um, Let's see. And then you said you went to go see The Color Purple, I think, on Christmas Day. How was that? I I have not seen that. Um, I don't even think I've seen the original.
1: I also haven't. So it's a novel, then a movie, then a stage musical. I saw the first half of the stage musical because I saw it at that outdoor theater and we got Mm -hmm. rained out during intermission. So I Mm -hmm. saw only the first act. I really had no idea what the rest of the story was. It wasn't until this time that I got to see the whole thing and learn why it's actually called The Color Purple. Didn't get that explained to me before in my limited experiences. Melissa,
0: if you didn't know, red and blue (laughs) make the color purple. (laughs)
1: We brought in this white guy to explain it
0: to you. <laughs> Great. A plus podcast. God.
1: I, no, I, I So I have very little context to evaluate this movie. I will <laughs> say that none of it the story, but none of the music and songs were reminiscent of what I saw in the first half of the stage musical that got rained out. This might be an entirely different parallel multiverse of a musical adaptation of the same source material interesting I don't know if it's a revamp of the musical it's it seems separate I don't know I should have looked into it and the trailers led me to believe it was they all said it's a bold new take on the old classic so I was expecting something that felt really modern and it doesn't so much it didn't feel very different from a in terms of how it is a musical, it did not feel very different from any old-fashioned classic big Hollywood musical that
0: much. Right. There's no like sci-fi t- t- totoist where aliens. But, yeah, there's nothing. And, that,
1: yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing that feels like it's a a slick contemporary music video or anything like that. There's stuff that felt sort of oddly old school in this. I gotcha. Um, of course, without uh, without knowing the sub the source material, I can't see how much like the story might deviate from previous incarnations. I I I enjoyed the time. I enjoyed the time I had did feel kind of out of my depth with how to approach this thing. But uh, I took my mom on Christmas because we needed something to do while my dad watched two football games. Yeah. And it was nice. (laughs) There you go. Okay, interesting. Good stuff. Good stuff
0: um yeah i i i really really enjoyed ferrari i thought that was fantastic um it's it's interesting because the the two times there are crashes in this, they are heightened in such a way mm-hmm. that is almost uh, like speed racer like like for those like <laughs> just instances. It almost yeah. f- feels like the Wachowski's uh, speed racer, but the rest of it is like the furthest thing f- from that, which is interesting because it kind of makes those crashes larger than life it makes them fantastical to also kind of take away from the reality of the the the, the grizzliness of 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 those c- crashes um but yeah there's that w- one that you just are not ex- expecting to, to be that bad you're just like oh oh no <laughs> um we in in our theater we had uh, it, it was kind of wild because we had a family that brought a baby to mm. the, the showing. Uh, and with, like most of the time, the baby was OK. You could hear her every now and then. And then about two thirds of the way in just started. Ah, 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 just just talking and cooing like the oh. whole time. <laughs> and to the point oh, where, like, people were starting to be like, sh- like shut your baby up! Like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, there, there was the 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 grisly crash uh and a woman that was i think in the same row as us but a few seats down that way could just hear her go oh no that's terrible yes oh yeah. and it just yeah. just, keep, just esca- escalates more this, and more as it keeps showing. Know, oh no yeah.
1: why why is it showing I, oh. <laughs> when i saw this movie i was with an audience of mostly older people and yeah. I love hearing like a 65-year-old woman make reaction noises to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's that's so the charming. thing is the,
0: the like it's it's just such a, a visceral scene. It's so mm-hmm. bloody and so gory. And you you don't expect Truly. it. And that is like that is the nature Why? of a crash, right? Like you you don't it happens so fast. Um and yeah, the the camera just stays on it you see the whole thing uh and you see the aftermath yes. and it's just like I was not expecting this in this movie at all uh wild mm-hmm. wild um but but yeah we had a good good time with that um any other things I saw uh, finally got to see Good Burger 2 um but yeah. there you go uh Melissa I also have some stats all of my 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 you stats do. and stuff from last year uh so every year i or at least for the past handful of years i have kept track of every movie i've watched every tv show and every comic um and i'd like to just total them up here so in 2023 i watched 101 movies wow
1: um,
0: yeah which was which was pretty pretty cool
1: uh 101 Dalmatians 101 movies. My, I don't suppose any of them was 101 Dalmatians. That seems unlikely.
0: The the first movie that I watched in 2023 was Strange World. Oh. Um and then followed by all of the 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 first 3 John Wick's since we covered that on the review show. Uh but then the last one that I watched was Godzilla versus Kong. Uh so that was uh-huh. the One that I ended the year on television shows. I watched a total of 84 different television shows, Mm. um, which totaled to roughly 1,076 hours of watching TV. Yeah. um, I was just dividing those up into full hour versus half an hour and Mm. (laughs) totaling it up that way. So it's not exactly accurate, but um, it's. Right around there, in that mark, uh, and then for comics, I read a total of 102 different series, uh, a total of 1,166 issues, and 606 manga chapters. Um, I I did happen to look at my numbers from last year. I I think more than doubled the amount of comics I read. This year, which is quite a lot. And I like, wow, did like f- four or five times the amount of manga. Um, so lots of reading done.
1: I, a couple stats of my own. I did keep a list. I haven't adapted myself into using letterbox yet. So this is just a personal list in my notes app. I saw 53 new movies in theaters. There you go. In 2023. Uh, And including movies I saw more than once and screenings of older movies. I went to the theater 71 times in Mm. 2023. There you go. That's fun. Which is more than once a week. Because some weeks I would go like three times. (laughs) Did a lot of double features. That's cool, though. That's fun. People act like Barbenheimer invented double features. We and it, it was the end all be all of it. We've kept at it. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Jack and I in our movie going habits did four different double features in 2023. Besides Barbenheimer mm. we did Asteroid City and Past Lives. Cool. We did Haunted Mansion and Talk to Me and mm-hmm. closed out the year with Ferrari and Iron Claw. <laughs>
0: there you go we have tickets to go see iron claw on tuesday um oh so we shall see i i know nothing about wrestling i yeah that's it i'm just going in not knowing what to expect you don't have to um so yeah there you go there you go uh well before we get to housekeeping Melissa, I have to 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 ask here, Mindhunter Season 2 and the real human yes. man Perry Mason. You wrote these down yeah, on our I, list I, of I notes watched, here.
1: We've been talking about movies, but to check in on TV, just to let you know, I did finish watching The Continental.
0: Okay. I,
1: I had like three episodes left of the Hulu season of Futurama. Because when I, I, gotcha. I started watching cool. it when it premiered and when I saw there was a Christmas special, I'm like, oh, I'll leave that until christmas time so i came back finished out that season uh i did return to season two of mind hunter the second and cool. final season watching the season made me so much more bummed that there is not going to be additional seasons Just join the club join the club right like i don't care about the btk killer i only care <sighs> about bill Tint's family right? i need yes. to know if <laughs> brian's okay <laughs> that's
0: what i'm telling. like it's it's still it's still a great season for what it is and that like that mystery is solved air quotes right that's the whole thing with that one is they arrested someone they think it's him the killing stopped after that but they Mm. weren't a hundred percent sure um Yeah, but then, yeah, like that show just does a phenomenal job of digging into the lives of those characters, those Mm -hmm. those FBI agents. Um, And yeah, you really end up like, oh, man, Bill is in trouble now. What is happening with this kid? This is what I want to know. know. He's so nervous. He's paranoid. He's sad. He's upset. Did he mess up? He thinks. Right. And just like, no, Bill, you're great. You're a great
1: dad, Bill. Bill Good. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so after you've seen Holt McAlpiney is McAlpiney is good dad, get ready to see Holt McCallany as bad dad when you see the Iron Claw. Oh, okay. it contains sure, multitudes yeah. of dad. <laughs> indeed, uh, I watched indeed. that, and then I did start watching the HBO drama, supposedly based on true human character <laughs> from history. Find him in your history books. Perry Mason. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> you told Florida me the show was, was you told me the show was good. I had heard that show is good. Mm-hmm. I had heard no specifics about it. So it's New Year's Day. I'm over at my parents' house. I'm doing laundry. I got both my parents to sit down and watch the holdovers with me. Yeah. Good, warm, family friendly time. And then I had like a little bit more time before my laundry was done. I was gonna pack up and go home. Like, how about time for like a TV episode? And I was slipping around through my watch lists on streaming services. And I'm like, oh, how about Perry Mason? Mom knows who Perry Mason is. Perry Mason was on when she was younger. Maybe we will enjoy this together. It's Not a knowing bit that
0: grizzly <laughs> first case, yeah.
1: Nobody but- Nobody told me that literally the cold open of Perry Mason is that there's a dead baby with his eyes stitched open in some sort of weird cult maneuver. And then the first time you see actual Perry Mason, he's a private detective, private investigator working for some studio head trying to catch two of these. 1932 movie stars uh acting outside of their morality clauses in their contracts just
0: (laughs) it's an hbo
1: show (laughs) real (laughs) graphic sexual content (laughs) i'm like oh man this is truly not not my
0: mom's
1: (laughs) exactly truly not your mom's perry mason uh so i i was shocked wish i had been prepared for that I mean, I'm fine, but this is not what I would have put on for mother. That being said, I am enjoying Perry Mason. I've only watched like three or four episodes so far. Sure. Yeah. You also didn't tell me Perry Mason has two cows. Yep. This doesn't happen in a lot of shows. And if you told me this last year, I would have already watched Perry Mason if I knew there was a cow in it.
0: Melissa wants more cows in television shows
1: right fringe (laughs) spoiled me oh speaking of which I love that the guy who played the observer is in season two of Mindhunter so you get a little fringe reunion with him and Anna Torv that's fun the the part of Perry Mason's story is that he is trying to hold on to the last vestiges of the Mason family dairy (laughs) which has had their land bought out by airstrips that are right next to perry mason's home he lives in a little farmhouse and all he has left is two cows he's perry Mason, he's such a sad sack like he really he's is. so yeah. sleepy and rumpled and greasy and tired just big his, bags
0: under his eyes right drinking the all, all the time Tiredest
1: man Right. His ex-wife won't let him send his son a fire truck for Christmas. He just has two cows. He has to put up with Shea Wickham trying to read him a newspaper serial every week. God, shout out to I, Shea Wiggum,
0: though, because he is he is he is. He is One of the most typecasted actors that that I am familiar with, but he's great in all of them. I love it. Every single time I see his name come up, I'm like, Ah, I bet he's going to be some lawman or a government agent or something like that. And he is. And he's always fantastic.
1: Right. True Detective is the only time I have seen him not playing any sort of man of the law. Yeah. You should watch Eileen. Eileen, eileen which was a, a little movie that. from last yeah. yes eileen spelled e-i-l-e-e-n uh great Shay wiggum supporting performance cool good a, a good mysterious woman movie
0: hmm. interesting interesting indeed Uh, Well, let's take a quick break for housekeeping uh, and we can come back for the second half of the show, which, Melissa, I believe you have like your YouTube Mm. top 10 stuff. We got some some quick, interesting (laughs) news uh, tidbits and maybe a funny story that I don't remember if I've told on this show or not. Uh, So we will be right back. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast. We hope you're enjoying it. If you didn't know, we make multiple different shows here at the Whatnots and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. But none of this is possible without your support. Head over to patreon.com slash the whatnots and you can get access to over 40 hours of exclusive content, including our Patreon first podcast, The Pilots Club, when you sign up at our $3 tier. Of course, there is a free version of The Pilots Club available, but episodes are exclusive to our Patreon for two years before they hit the free feeds. If you're interested in buying merch, we have shirts, hoodies, mugs, and more for sale over at thewhatnots.com slash store. Another great way to help us out is by subscribing and leaving a nice rating and review on your podcasting app of choice. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel for video versions of the show, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, you can always find out more information about the shows we make on our website, thewhatnots.com. All right. Uh, We are back. Big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's see. Housekeeping here. We already mentioned uh, some of the changes that are happening uh, here at the whatnot. So just uh, be aware of those over on the Pilots Club. Melissa, you and I just recorded an episode on the it was 2022 is when
1: it came out. Yeah. Uh. Yes, a 2022 Hulu sitcom called Reboot that is about uh, a fictional early 2000s sitcom being rebooted in the modern era.
0: Yeah. We had a blast uh, with that one. But something else about the Pilots Club is that uh, starting in February, we will be releasing episodes of the Pilots Club to the public. Uh, the Pilots Club will be our patron first podcast, meaning that's where we release the, the, those. Uh, and then they will remain exclusive for two years before they hit the free feeds. Um So you guys can listen to it that way and uh, can catch up on two years worth of the Pilots Club uh, if you go support us over on Patreon at our $3 tier, which we are now also offering seven day free trials of our $3 tier on Patreon. So if you want to go hear the one about reboot, you can sign up right now and go check it out. Um, But yeah, Uh, let's see. Right here over on the captain's log last year, our last proper episode of the captain's log. We got to talk about some airport conversations that I overheard while traveling during the holidays. Uh, and Melissa, you had a, a major update for hot dog cinema. Um, yes, <laughs> which was a blast. So uh, we had some good time talking about more movies and shows we were trying to squeeze in at the end of the year. Um Right there. And then over on the review show, the last one we did last year was the Bob's Burgers holiday special. Um, That was a lot of fun, real light, real breezy. But the first one that we will be uh, doing here in the new year, which we will record next week, is on Ghostbusters, all of the Ghostbusters movies. Uh, So be all lookout for that. Yes. Nothing's excluded.
1: If it Mm -hmm. is film, we are discussing it. Except the
0: animated series. We're not not exactly watching that. We
1: are talking about all of the movies
0: (laughs) Uh, and then over on the reactor core. Nothing recent. However, this evening, both myself and Ignacio uh, will be recording our reactions to what if season two Uh, and then we haven't really discussed it yet, but maybe down the road we'll do something on Echo. Uh, Because they are releasing uh, all the episodes of that, I believe, on the 9th. Um, So Mm. we'll have to we'll have to see about that. Uh, But yeah, that I think is about it for housekeeping right now. Um, Melissa, did you want to start with the YouTube stuff or did you want to start somewhere else?
1: I want to mention returning back to Perry Mason. One thing I did get out of that trying to watch it with my mom for one episode is that the little baby who gets supposedly cult murdered. I don't know the actual story behind it. I'm only three episodes in. I don't, I don't know what the solution to the mystery is yet. Can't Mm -hmm. say, but this kid's got turtles all over his room, like little turtle figurines and decorations and Perry Mason's on his investigation. And he says, huh? So you like turtles. And I start laughing and my mom looks at me And I'm like, Mom, do you know the I Like Like Turtles Turtles. kid? Right. She, of of course, has never heard of this. So I got to show it to her for the first time. That thing still hits. The I Like Turtles kid is still really funny. Yep. It's great. I'm happy that there are old school, like 2010 memes that retain their joy and their wholesomeness yeah <laughs> that you can show to your moms i want to show this to my little seven year old niece i think she's gonna love it <laughs> whoever you are out there i like turtles kid i hope you're doing well and you're still liking those turtles
0: indeed indeed that's good that's fun
1: <laughs> um i uh, did friend of the show jack challenges me i say i want to say every year this has only been the third year so far Mm-hmm. To make top ten lists of movies that I saw new in twenty twenty three or every year. The movies that were new and movies that were new to me, older movies that I watched for the first time in that year. Sure. So I present you with my lists. Uh they are ranked very uncertainly.
0: Sure. Which Subject I feel like to a lot of
1: Right. I feel like I do hear a lot of folks saying this, like my number one is my number one today and I can't vouch for it next week. But here we go. For films new in 2023, my number one spot went to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Hmm. OK, I had I had so much fun with that. I think it's a complex enough movie that it had good rewatch value for me when I insist yeah. on seeing it a second time in a slightly different variation of IMAX to compare my two local IMAX theaters. Uh, yeah, that came in at number one guardians, of the galaxy volume three came in at number two, just slightly lower because it has to carry the weight of being the finale. It's not right. quite as light on its feet as mission impossible was, those are just two franchises I love so much that they're almost like letterhead. Yeah. And like, in my heart, these do come first. But after that, at number three, I had The Holdovers, followed Great. by Asteroid City, Saltburn, The Iron Claw, Skinamarink, Bo is Afraid, Cassandra, and Leave the World Behind. So I've got a couple... Weirdo horror thriller movies in there and shockingly two wrestling biopics for me, a person who also knows zero things about wrestling.
0: Melissa, 2024, the year Melissa gets into wrestling
1: (laughs) or just into movies about wrestling. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And my honorable mentions were John Wick 4, Godzilla Minus One, May, December, Blackberry and No Hard Feelings.
0: There you go. Interesting. And for
1: movies that were new to me in 2023, number one, The Killing of a Sacred Deer. I told you about this one, right? I I believe you
0: did. I it's I don't remember it at the time, like right now what happened. But I I believe you did.
1: It's a movie from a handful of years ago by Yorgos Lanthimos, director of poor things. Also features. That's right. Yeah. A wonderfully demented Barry Keoghan performance. So, if you like both Saltburn and Poor Things, turn your eye back to The Killing of a Sacred Deer. This is followed by Sunshine, a movie I think is definitely up your alley.
0: One, yeah, please, one, please. one that you told me to watch to put it on my list.
1: To put it on the review show list, I'll, I'll, I could talk about it for a sure. while. Uh. And then at number three, Gone Girl, Gone Girl, a lot of fun. It's a drama, but it's like a hoot and holler at the screen drama. All right. Followed by Under the Silver Lake and Swiss Army Man, two review show watches from this year. I
0: loved Swiss Army Man, for sure.
1: The Nice Guys, Paul Thomas Anderson's The Master, Bridge of Spies, The Wolf of Wall Street, and Heat.
0: Heat. Yeah, I, I, I that's I've I've not seen heat. I that's also one that I know I would absolutely love and um, mm. just I haven't gotten around to it yet. It is three
1: hours long.
0: Great. Love it.
1: <laughs> but, but it is easily accessible right there on Netflix. You know, you just saw Ferrari keep the man yep. train going and, and enjoy a heat in the new mm-hmm. year in the depths of winter. Enjoy yourself a heat. Uh, and my honorable mentions were good time the handmaiden caravaggio sideways and rock of ages Hmm. do you remember the musical film rock of ages
0: no Uh uh-uh
1: this this came out in 2012 and i was shocked because it felt like it was from like 2008 which is a subtle distinction but i truly felt it this is a movie I remember hearing was like real cheesy, kind of a flop, not well received. And I have uh, I went out for birthday drinks with a co-worker who's much younger than me. She probably just turned like 25 or something. I don't know. I didn't ask. But she said this was one of her favorite movies growing up. She saw it in theaters like four times. Hmm. And I noticed it was expiring. It was leaving Max at the end of the month. At the end of December, I'm like, this seems like fate. Let me go ahead and watch this thing now while it has been praised to me and while I have it available to me. This movie's bananas. Almost literally bananas. Tom Cruise plays a rock star named Stacey Jacks. Okay, (laughs) And he has part of the nonsense of this movie. The whole thing is a wide-eyed young girl moves to Hollywood to make it big as a singer, uh jukebox musical. So it's all the classic rock songs sure. you and your parents know and love. Right. Uh, part of his rock star persona is that Tom Cruise, I love a weird cruise from the person <laughs> who put Mission Impossible as her number one movie of the year. That's normal cruise. I like a cruise outlier also. I got my tickets to see a a special showing of Magnolia later this month. Or
0: or like Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, who you just did not expect to take that role at all. I I
1: think this is (laughs) this movie was also co-written by Justin Thoreau, The guy from The Leftovers, not the prime minister of Canada who did (laughs) co-write Tropic Thunder. So it's got similar vibes from a similar era. He has a monkey and the monkey's name is Hey, man. And the monkey wears a little leather outfit and like pours drinks and like slaps a girl on the ass at one point. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Paul Giamatti's in it. Paul Giamatti sings.
0: There you go. OK.
1: <laughs> Paul Giamatti, much like in what? The Holdovers, the plays a character name? named Paul. It's called Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Interesting. It's. The cheesiest thing I've ever seen. But it's such a riot in just how preposterous it is. (laughs) Sounds ridiculous. Is this movie sincerely good? I don't know. For flashes of it, I think it is. But just (laughs) I had a wild time watching this. I watched this alone at like 10 a.m. Eating my egg sandwich, drinking my coffee. And it was a one person rowdy screening. It's like I was a hundred people drunk at midnight, but I was one.
0: Great. (laughs) Interesting.
1: Okay. (laughs) I I, so I enjoyed the experience of it enough to say I guess that's my fifteenth favorite new movie I saw in this year. (laughs) My theme for movies that were new to me in twenty twenty three is definitely male buffoonery. Which is a a, mm. a topic I love. I love just a man making bad choices. <laughs> it, one of my goals for 2024 is to. <laughs> right. Is to maybe watch more movies where women make good choices. <laughs> I'm going to flip it around. <laughs> Capable woman movies in there you 2024.
0: There you, there you go. Almost
1: see if I can find the rare female buffoon. There aren't many
0: sure sure did, did did uh god what was that moon did you do it for i think it was joyride the one with uh um, i the, you, like all you the, heavily the asian pra- women yes,
1: yes yes you heavily praised joyride to me i want to see it it's just a Hilarious. movie that's still a six dollar rental so Ooh, I'm like yeah. as soon as it's as soon as it's streaming i do really want to watch it i just yeah. I I got to pinch my pennies somewhere.
0: That is woman buffoonery at its finest. Okay. Okay.
1: I, this, we will have to, uh, I'm going to watch more and see if I can define woman buffoonery as opposed to, you know, I mean, gender is a whole spectrum. I'll let you know if I come across a good non-binary buffoonery. Yes,
0: absolutely. That'd be great.
1: (laughs) Buffoonery for all. Um, and then I, I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch more YouTube than I do like regular TV. Uh for the last couple of years, I have made a playlist of my favorite new videos that premiered that year. It's not I make a playlist and I order it in terms of video length so they're not ranked. But here's a couple highlights. Let's see. Dead meat. I mentioned Dead Meat frequently. They're a really wonderful YouTube channel, husband and wife team. They do kill counts for mm-hmm. movies, uh, movies and all sorts of stuff. Like during the strike this year, they covered uh, like foreign movies and independent movies and interesting things like here's a, a video game a metal band did a horror themed concept album and we're doing a kill count for their music videos. Like they really stretch the boundaries this year in an, in an exciting way. They did a kill count for too many cooks.
0: There you go.
1: (laughs) If too many cooks can be counted as a film, it's one of my favorite
0: films.
1: (laughs) They do these horror awards, uh, for the last two years. And I believe it'll come around again this year in March. Uh, They do it up real nice. They truly try and make a nice award show out of it, giving awards to all sorts of things that can be so easily overlooked by more traditional awards bodies. I find it really sincerely valuable. I love those. And last year, I think in like January. So I think we get another one coming up this month. They did a horror Royal rumble, Mm -hmm. which is difficult to say, Where they go into one of the WWE video games and they make like 30 horror characters and they put them all in a Royal Rumble together, which is a format of wrestling where every minute a new participant enters the ring. So it can go on for like an hour as like people go like come in and go out Yeah. and they had the computer play everybody. So they just created 30 custom characters, threw them all into a ring together and everybody gets a ring entrance, which yep. is so fun. And they come up with, here's your specific moves. Here's the song that plays. Here's like a <laughs> fake social media handle for you. That's in the Chiron at the bottom of the screen. It's so much fun. It's so inventive. Like, In this one they did uh, in 2023, the first player to enter the ring is Willem Dafoe from The Lighthouse. (laughs) They render entirely in black and white. Great. And then he has to fight like Megan and Pearl and all these characters. One of them is literally Stephen King, the real man.
0: (laughs) Yep. For great stuff.
1: <laughs> I all sorts of horror adjacent characters really I think truly I delightful. Think-
0: kind of funny did something similar where they got all of their employees made into the game and then brought brought, like a lot of their like recurring guests and stuff in it and they yeah they had a whole like wrestling league but i think they set it to like autoplay or stuff like that and just have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the cpu do all of that and then they were the ones announcing the the wrestling exactly what dead meat did yes
1: Hi, please watch this. Uh, and I'm so pumped for this one coming up again soon. <laughs> Another mainstay YouTube channel for me is Defunct Land. Mm-hmm. Every year for the last couple of years, Defunct Land has turned out an incredible feature length, truly cinematic offering. I've mentioned their documentaries in the past. Yeah. Uh, they did one on Halix, which is a sci fi themed rock band that Disney created. In the wake of Star Wars, on, on the to like show. play yeah. in the Tomorrowland stage, they did a documentary on Halix, a documentary on like the science and psychology of the fast pass system, and like what is the ultimate like crowd and line management technique, which sounds really dry, but it, the way they produced it was honestly thrilling. Yeah. And sure. last year's was the most remarkable. They did a whole documentary on that Disney Channel theme tune when you're watching Disney Channel and the little commercial goes bump, bump, ba And all the effort that went into finding who composed that, where did that music come from? What is that artist's story that like made me cry, made everyone <laughs> cry? And Defunct Lands Tour de Force this year, uh, they are at their core a channel that is about defunct theme park attractions and like theme park history and things like that. Mm -hmm, And they did something this year that's like 70 minutes long called journey to Epcot center, a symphonic history. And it is the history of how Epcot was built, but told through these musical vignettes, almost like it's Fantasia. Where you are really learning things, but also having this abstract, like, experimental, avant-garde, like, musical experience. Weird. There's, like, a stop-motion bit in there. There's stuff in this thing that took months, if not years, to create. Like, I can't... I have such a hard time describing this thing because it's so fresh (laughs) and unusual, Please put this on. Watch it all in one go. Really immerse yourself. It's so rewarding. I am consistently huh. blown away by what Defunct Land does. They're one of the most creative YouTube channels out there that is making these films. Sort of stretching the boundaries of like what is and isn't a documentary. I sure Defunct Land yeah. hits every time. Ah, uh, cool. Many great things came out on YouTube this year. Those are just a couple brief highlights. Cool. Good stuff.
0: Good stuff. Uh speaking of internet related things, Melissa have have your parents ever fallen for I, I, don't want to say like a conspiracy theory per se, but like <laughs> that kind of thing with some piece of technology uh that they have in their house or something like that.
1: What do you mean? Where like they think something's spying on them? D- 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 not that this. Furby knows thing. our that secrets.
0: Be, <laughs> yeah. The fr- furby is an FBI plant. Uh no. Uh so when TV made the switch to, like, digital and all of that stuff. You could, you you know, buy the, like, little $5 antenna, Mm. like, $5 digital antenna that just plugs in the back of your... AV, but it's not the ones that you had to like angle at the right thing or go on mm. the roof and angle. it was just a little small thing, right? That you just stick in the back. Um, I remember at one point my dad must have found some YouTube video or something that uh, that told him that he doesn't need to get that thing. Instead, he can just stick tin foil in the back of his TV and it oh. will work as an antenna. OK, and he can so get this those is ch- like channels for for free
1: not a conspiracy but a real shady seeming life right. hack right yeah
0: yeah um like that was one of the things that that they did and i was just like dad it's like a $5 antenna the signal will be better you'll probably get more channels with that than this tinfoil what are you doing um and uh <laughs> when i went to go visit my parents this year um uh, they 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 always have me do like technology related stuff for around <laughs> their 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 house. This is like the third or fourth year in a row. I've had to redo all of their like smart light bulbs and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. Um, which I I bought I, I bought them uh, like a smart device and a smart light bulb one year for Christmas as a like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll like this. Yeah. But let's just test it out and see uh, what you guys think. And they seemed to like it, said they liked it, all that stuff. So I was like, okay, well, is there any other place in the house that would be helpful for you to, like, you know, have this light where you can just speak and it will turn Mm. turn on? And so I got them a few more, (laughs) but consistently every year somehow they have like – like messed it up so the light bulbs get disconnected or stuff like that uh i've even gone to the the bits where it's like this light switch needs to stay on and i've like taped it shut to like don't don't touch this uh and then when i got there this this year the the tape is off the the light is disconnected they've they've deleted the app off of their phone (laughs) <laughs> Phones and my mom does not d- delete apps. Period. She has thousands of apps on on her thing, and so it's just like, why did you delete this one? Like, what is going on here? Um. So I had to set everything back up, I had to get their Wi Fi password. And they they just have their password written down on the ri- router. So I went back there to check it out, and the router was wrapped in tin foil. And I was <laughs> like, "Like a baked potato." Yeah, and I was just like, "What? Why is what? Why is this wrapped in tin foil?" And my mom said something along the lines of, "Oh, we heard that if you wrap it in tin foil, the signal gets stronger." And I was like, "No." No. It, if 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 this stuff it like if that was truly the case don't you think they would make these with tin foil in them and just have it be the the, the thing, right? And she was like
1: Yeah, Uh, I I guess that makes sense. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it would be
0: that thing. I was like, no. In fact, this blocks the signal. It makes it worse. And it was really funny because I I think I mentioned that we started watching season one of the bear with them. Oh, yes. We would start playing something and every so often it would buffer. And my, mm. my parents don't have the greatest Internet, especially being out in wo- wo- Wyoming I- I- in a super small yeah. town. But it was fine for, like, st- streaming something. Right. It was exactly what they needed. I had never seen it buffer before. And so when I took the tin foil off and we continued watching the show that <laughs> night, no issues whatsoever. It was just full like
1: strength. <gasps>
0: oh uh, yeah I was just like how do you like no don't don't wrap things in tinfoil this, this is not a thing no
1: I, I, router wrapped in tinfoil equals picture of Jeremy Allen White in the bear router not wrapped in tinfoil equals picture of Jeremy Allen White in the iron claw
0: right yeah big buff muscly You're right yeah. yeah
1: send them that they'll understand <laughs>
0: good lord yeah it was just some <laughs> dumb thing that happened um uh, uh
1: w- my dad got a new motorcycle and he sent us a picture of the new motorcycle and said meet your new brother <laughs> oh no <laughs> so he's he fully owns the joke uh there's <laughs> four of us kids three humans one bike <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sure. Do you have to like hang up a stocking for him at, at <laughs> Christmas I time?
1: <laughs> I this year for Christmas I did get my parents stockings because uh-huh. we've never really been a stocking family, and I thought it would be cute <sighs> for my parents in their late sixties who live with no children except me who just comes over to bug them all the time. Yeah. Uh, for, for just these two. Uh, retired adults to have stockings for themselves and just for themselves, like not for kids. Right. I thought it would be sweet. I put like little goodies and treats in there. Uh, And of course, then both of my brothers get my dad like very like higher end, sincere, like touching things. Like my older brother got my dad, this uh, brand, like my dad's a woodworker. So my Uh brother ordered this brand that will like burn his name into wood so like he can awesome. mark it when he makes things. Yeah. And our grandpa was a blacksmith and he had the same thing like for metal that he would like punch his initials yeah. in the stuff he made. So my dad opens it up and he starts crying and I'm like, "Oh man, Aww. I gave my dad like candy and and Post-it notes cuz I'm like he always needs Post-it <laughs> notes.
0: Chapstick and socks." Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, dang it. I This was a year where I got all my shopping done early. Uh But then after Christmas, I'm like, I don't think that meant that I actually bought higher quality things. My job was easier, but I don't know if the recipient had a better experience than if I let myself think on it for three more (laughs) weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to have to contemplate that for Christmas 2024. But yeah, I, I love the idea of next year I get the bike an ornament and i don't know what you give a bike like nuts bolts windshield here's some cleaner oil here's here's a new chamois d- yeah new chamois for Tassels trikes it's made out of the chamois of- <laughs> the stocking is made out of chamois material <laughs>
0: Melissa's planning now is scheming. I can make I'm gonna, this myself. I'm, I'm
1: going to sew this. this is... <laughs> <laughs> okay, next year's Christmas 2024 solved for dad.
0: Speaking of Christmas gifts, uh-huh. uh, th- so I... At my local comic book store, I d- d- just I I like to look around, even though I've seen all of the shelves a million times. And I just like I, I just like to be like, is there something that somehow got wedged in there that I didn't know was right. there be- before? Right. Um, And I had seen this one book that was kind of tucked away at one time. And I was like, oh, you know, I think my dad would like this. And uh, so holiday times roll around mm-hmm. and. We go back t- to the comic book store because I, I had told my partner, I was like, I, th- I think I want to get my dad that book for Christmas. And we get there and we can't find the book. It is completely ah. gone. Now, my comic book store, they they focus only on comics. They have uh, American and Western comics. And then they have like, a whole like big manga section. Um, but sh- like, slowly but surely, they are kind of rearranging things, organizing things. And so sometimes, like, there's a, a section of the, of the store that has just boxes piled high, right? And then you come in the next month, and it's all organized, and the shelves are in mm. a new space and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I go to where this book used to be, and I can't find it. And I'm looking around, I'm looking around, I can't find it. And I finally am like, hey, Joey, is – can – I'm looking for this one book. You guys have had it and it has been here for months. And now I can't find it. Maybe someone bought it. And then I start describing the book to to, to him. I don't think my dad has kept up listening to the, the episodes of the podcast. Hi, I'll Dan. just say what Hi, it Scott. is. Yeah. <laughs> um it, but it is a book of Tarzan comics but oh. the old like newspaper stuff st- yeah. so it's not it's not like a typical book size or comic book size it is this like wide thin rectangular uh book here and it has like a nice hard back uh thing and my my dead dad loved Tarzan growing up he still has all of the original b- 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 books and stuff like that um and so I thought this would be a neat gift. And as soon as I describe it, Joey's like, I know exactly which book you're talking about. So he starts helping me, me look and all of this stuff, and he can't find it either. Um, and it, 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 like the whole time, he's telling me like we have this book. I I know. I know we do. It's here. We haven't sold it. In fact, the guy that owns the store. Hates the book because it sticks out. It's so like such Uh an odd, odd shape. It sticks out on the shelf, Mm. and they just maybe he moved it or something, and and just we 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 spent a good like half an hour like searching the store and like opening (laughs) drawers, looking on top, a shelf behind, like did it fall back behind? And we just can't find it. Oh my gosh! So he was like, I I know we haven't sold it yet. But uh, I just haven't found it. So uh, I, I was like, well, I'll, I'll skip it for for right now. I ended up getting my dad a different b- book, at least for the more immediate hmm. uh, stuff. I said, if you find it, save it because I will buy that that book here. But mm-hmm. it's just so odd, like interesting that in their own story, like how does this book just disappear? He was like, we have been trying to sell that book for so long. No one wants it's, it. And you are the first one who has asked specifically about this book. And, you just, and we, we, we can't we can't we can't find it.
1: I, it sold itself. It, it struck out on its own to make its own fortune.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like I'm hitting the town. Adios, folks.
1: <laughs> little book with little book bundle.
0: Yeah. Anyways. Um I guess to to wrap things up here, two quick little news segment things here. Uh, one little bit of Marvel news. Apparently, Steven Yeun is uh, no longer attached to the Thunderbolts. He will no longer be. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it was a, a, ever yeah, confirmed he was playing Sentry, but everyone thought he was playing Sentry. Yes. Um, but it is now yeah. because of the strikes and the delays and the changing of schedules, yeah, like, yeah, I it's, can no longer.
1: Yeah, it, it, so. from the little I knew, it seems like that's what it was. Is Yeah. Which I imagine we will see more of is just my schedule isn't compatible with this anymore. Eight months later. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. But as you know, as some a video pointed out, this means he might come back in a, a, a more exciting use of him.
0: Who knows? Who knows? We'll we'll see. Maybe he will end up in something else down the road for sure. Um, and then last but not least, uh, in the past week or two, uh, a 13-year-old boy has beaten Tetris. And he's from Oklahoma. So hey, I'm I'm in Oklahoma now. So we got, yeah, we we, we beat Tetris. Melissa, we finally did it.
1: I so is. <laughs> We the state. Everyone, every onion burger, every flaming lip Yeah, list of things I know about Oklahoma. Yeah, Yeah. your two claims to fame: you filmed Killer Is the Flower Moon there, and now this boy beat Tetris. Did did
0: did did you hear about this uh, at all? Did this hit your radar? No,
1: no, I I really do not hear about things that aren't movie related.
0: I gotcha. Yeah. So <laughs> th- this was just an interesting news thing. And the little I know about Tetris, it, it it's programs that the game doesn't end is the thing. However. You can get so far along in the game that the game f- f- freezes and mm-hmm. that is considered the end of the game. You can beat it. Um, and there's there's actually like specific things you need to do to make the game freeze and like that is the way (laughs) to
1: outside
0: (laughs) right yeah (laughs) um pour ice water on it but like it, it is it, it's a pretty like I, I again, I'm not sure the details because I don't know how you would know this without having gotten there before. But like uh, supposedly they're like if you do certain things on certain levels, get a certain score, not get a certain that who knows uh, it will freeze the game at a certain point Um and apparently he he missed one of those first markers, those first things that you're supposed to to, to, to do. So, so then it kind of recycles later on down the road. So he got farther than what you're supposed to do to beat the <laughs> game in this. Oh. It was r- ridiculous, but he was wow. he, he was streaming it. Um, on, on his Twitch cha- channel or something, you can go check out the video on YouTube of him playing it and beating be- be- this. And it's just him for a few hours just sitting there, right? Doing all of these techniques to do all of that stuff. His mom is coming in with the dog and walking him and stuff like that. Uh, like, Hey, dinner, will be ready in five minutes or so. Like, okay, mom, cool. Thanks. Uh, and then. Yeah, he gets the thing and the game f- 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 freezes and he is freaking out. He's just like, oh, oh, I did it. Aww. I did it. He's so happy. And then he's like, I need to tell my mom and dad <laughs>
1: like, the, like this is one of the first things. And
0: and, and yeah, I think like his mom steps in and he's, she's just like, OK, honey, <laughs> like it just has no idea like what this means or the significance. But uh Good on, good on him. I'm, I'm not actually sure of his name. I I did not look into the details, but uh, apparently he's from Oklahoma. So there you go. Very good, fun nice. Stuff. T- t- Tetris done. <laughs> wow, Tetris <laughs> no over. More, no more Tetris. We're moving on to something else now. <laughs> but there you go. I think that is about it for the captain's log this week melissa did we miss anything Mm -hmm. did we skip out on anything no
1: i what do you think we're gonna do two weeks from now i feel like since we have we'll have fewer episodes of the captain's log we need to be a bit more deliberate so is next time our our big planorama, as you call it where we come up with more silly ideas for the rest of the year yeah i'm i'm good
0: good with that we can definitely do our planorama. Uh, I I know letting it do in every other week schedule. There might be uh, some more pop culture uh, uh, news. More that, that or less,
1: I am curious how this will evolve. If we have more to catch up on, or if two weeks later we're like, I feel like we we'll don't have like anything new to say about this thing. The, the ones yeah. that are like <laughs> the,
0: the, the big things right instead of just like trying to, the to be fantastic like every little four, small yeah. de- detail about beetlejuice 2 here we go it'll be the
1: time when you're like the new star wars series the acolyte has a character named paul in it
0: yeah great news like, melissa well, we paul is in the acolyte
1: <laughs> look for paul's
0: <laughs> yeah indeed um So, so, yeah, and then I guess I'll have my thoughts on the Iron Claw um, in that stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, But, yeah, I guess that means we will be back in two weeks time. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. And, of course, next week we will be recording uh, the review show, patreon.com slash the whatnots, where you can support us, all that good stuff, get access to uh, over 40 hours exclusive content all kinds of good stuff like that so yeah uh melissa where can the people find
1: you on the interwebs? oh no <laughs> i i do have a boxed. i keep saying i'm going to use it but it demands too much mental energy to write things for the posterity of any person ever could see it and i'm not just like talking to you I'm like, I've got weird stage fright about Melissa,
0: it. You should write all your le- 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 letterboxd. Dear Kyle. Re- yes, exactly. <laughs> dear Kyle. I thought this movie was great. I hated this movie. Don't see I'll, it. I'll
1: treat I'll treat, I'll, tra- I'll make letterboxed into who I imagine my reader to be. Like, dear yeah. let, I'll personify letterboxed. I'll write yeah. to letterbox. <laughs> let our box, my friend. <laughs> Dear Letty, Let our box. Dear Letty Mr. Box. Dear Mr. Box. <laughs> Dear Mr. box. I gave fantastic. you all the clues. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do have a letterbox at Wilkiewit W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. uh and I will also include the playlist of my 2023 favorite YouTube videos sure. in the description.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool, if you guys want to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on threads. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with all of the stuff we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots official on threads. Uh, so yeah, please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. Go check out more of our YouTube videos right over there. That would help us out a ton. Uh, yeah, this has been number 263 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.